This is Guitar Talk. To me, it just seems like there are endless possibilities. One of the things I like to find out, you know, how people got influenced in the play and the guitar, because stories are so unique. The trick is not to feel pressured to conform. If you know anything about Joel, he's been around the block. He's probably one of the most sought-after guitar players. How would you create that song? How would you turn that song into your song? There's not a guitar player on this planet that I personally don't follow closer. It's it's not something that you see too often. I only know a few players that do it. Now, from the home of the blues, Chicago, Illinois, welcome to Guitar Talk with your host, Jimmy Warren. All right, everybody, Jimmy Warren here. Welcome to Guitar Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Wednesday's edition of Guitar Talk. I tell you what got a great show for you you know before we get into it of course this show is brought to you by charlie and john's guitar strings that's charlieandjohns.com i tell you i use the strings myself they're vibrant they last a long time uh i switched after 32 years of being with a different company because they are awesome strings uh they're now available on amazon or you go to charlieandjohns.com also, we're brought to you by GuitarsForVets.org, an organization that helps veterans with PTSD through the gift of the guitar and through music therapy. To find out how you can help or donate, go to GuitarsForVets.com. Now, every now and then, somebody comes along that I'm unfamiliar with. It does happen, even though I scour the internet looking uh, you know, for guitar players. Every now and then, it does happen, and this is one of those uh, guys, you know. His name is Dustin Douglas. He's got a band called Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentlemen. They're from Pennsylvania, and they are very good. You go to DustinDouglasAndTheGentlemen.com to find out more information on them, find out where they're touring, listen to their new music, their original music, watch their videos, and you will be as impressed as I am. I really like them a lot. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to work on doing uh, some double billing shows with with Dustin on uh, in Pennsylvania after the first of the year. So you know, keep your eyes peeled for that. But in the meantime, you know what? What you want to do is you want to sit back, you want to put your feet up, make sure you got a nice cool drink, and enjoy this conversation with Dustin Douglas from Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentleman right here on Guitar Talk. Hey, hey. what's going on, man? How are you, my friend? What's up? I'm good. Up? Not it's a whole good. lot. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, same here. Same yeah, here. Yeah, brother. Are you uh, doing this from a guitar center? I am doing this from uh, <laughs> close. It's actually a, it's actually a musical round. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I hang out here at the local shop and help out when I'm not on the road. So, oh, that's, that's cool. That's where I'm at. I've actually found a couple of gems. That music go around over the years. Yeah, dude, me too. Yeah. You never know what you're going to freaking find, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I walked into uh, one in Louisville, and uh, it was a Charvel, and yeah. it, was a, it was a Les Paul Charvel, and I had never seen one before, and it had the uh, active uh, EMGs, the oh, 84, 85 yeah. setup. Yeah. Real thin body. Short, short profile neck, uh, but man, that sucker sounded so good and played so good. It's like, and, and they, and music around it was like always, $240. It was like that, crazy. That's what I was going to say. Like you, yeah. it, you could get stuff for pretty cheap. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought a couple of nice things. Cool, man. So you're in Pennsylvania. I'm in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, uh, so tell me, in the video promo that you did for your last project, yeah, is that is that your SS? Uh, the, the, um, the car. That is that is my that is my grandfather's. Is it really? Yeah, and that is one of his many. <laughs> um, yeah, how, how you how you and me collect guitars, he collects old Chevys. So, oh shit. Yeah, man, that's um, that's that's my favorite out of all of them. But he's got he's got a red one, he's got a blue one, he's got he's got original fifty seven too. He's wow. got a sh- yeah shit ton of cars, man. Wow, wow, it's a beautiful car. You know, it looked just so badass walking down the street with a Firebird. Right, jumping it's, into an SS. I mean, how cool! <laughs> you probably got so many chicks because of <laughs> it's just all the it's all the right accessories. <laughs> oh man, yeah. The only other thing was like a, a keg on tap in the back seat or something, you know? Like, a nice fat joint hanging out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all the good stuff. So, so you got a, a a new single that just came out last month. Yes, sir. Right, broken. Yes. Yeah. You got an EP to follow. You got a full length project to follow. What's happening? Yeah, we're currently um, finishing up a whole LP. We're going to do a full length. Um, we got about half of it done. Um, so we're going to be looking to like early fall to put that out. But yeah. in the in the meantime, um, you know, we're going to throw out a couple more singles because that seems to be the, the way to go. You yeah. Know? give away half the record before it's out <laughs> you don't make no money on it anyway no, so man, out, you know? just just got to keep the momentum happening man that's it that's it now are you on a label we are independent currently man yeah yeah cool. we we um yeah we currently are just independent kind of doing our grassroots kind of thing man yeah do you plan on shopping it before you release Ab- it? absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of you know, it's getting to the point where we could definitely use a little bit of assistance. You know, it's it's uh, which is a great thing. You know, it's just becoming a little bit larger to handle than than you know I could do it myself. You know, no, no, I know what that's like. Yeah, man, I know exactly what that's like. In that. Well, you it's got a, a great, you got a great sound. Thank you, know. man. Yeah, I you appreciate got, that. Yeah, you got a great sound. You guys got a good look. I mean, you guys look like you're the the total you know, rock blues, rock package, if you will. And that, you know, I love the fact that there's a lot of young guys coming up in a trio form. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just doing that, that in your face kind of, you know, blues rock thing, you know, that Stevie or Hendrix or those kind of guys did. There really is. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of cats that are, that are, I think we all kind of just came up around the same time and listened to the same stuff. And, you know, cats like, you know, Tyler Bryant and, 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 you know, uh, Jeffrey James, who you've talked to and, and all these cats, I think we're just all kind of, it's like kind of our time now, you know, it's just yeah. all, all of our parents listened to Aerosmith and, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, no, it's just cool to see a young generation though, you know, influenced uh yeah. by that music but yet at the same time carrying that music on yeah man yeah you know what I mean? it's, it's so needed it's uh it's refreshing man I, i'm glad there's i'm glad there's a few of us that can are really just like waving that flag you know right. for sh- yeah right because we can all admit you know music has sucked for a long time <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's certain <laughs> 
It certainly has taken some interesting roads. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about you as a player. I mean, you're a young guy. I mean, how long have you been playing? I mean. So I'm I'm 34 years old now. I'll be 35. No. And like, really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I thought you were like mid-20s, late 20s. Yeah, I appreciate that. Good, yeah. man. My, my facial regime is working then. My yeah, it's, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, man, so I – I picked up, I mean, I always had guitars and music around uh, my entire life, but I, I really picked up and started taking lessons when I was like eight or nine years old. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, dude, since I was nine years old, man, I've just, I've had it in my hands and I don't feel comfortable unless it is in my hands really, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now at that early age, were you influenced by the people that, you know, you, that you boast on your website and stuff like that. You know, were you listening to, you know, at eight years old, nine years old, was Hendrix an influence back then or was it somebody completely different? No, absolutely. So my parents, uh, I mean, at that time I was kind of at the, um, at the mercy of what my parents had rocking on their stereos or in the cars. So um, they are enormous Led Zeppelin fans. So, you know, that's that's definitely been a, a thing in my life from the start so pay so page and um and then it was cool i mean my dad was a huge bad company fan you know so i had i had a lot of the best 70s era rock um around that time and then i i think my first big band like my first favorite band which was my first concert was aerosmith so joe joe perry was kind of my my dude for a very very long time i still want to be joe perry (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I just like to have joe perry's money <laughs> yeah i want yeah his money and his rig his guitars yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be nice too yeah, yeah that'd be really cool yeah yeah so uh yeah all that classic era rock and roll man is it was all blues based right you know so it's evident you're either going to go swing towards the the rock into things or you're going to combine it with the blues era stuff yeah. because that was the influence now did you go hunting you know, a lot of guys, uh, once they start listening to the classic rock, you know, some of those bands that you talked about, they go hunting for the blues. They go down that that trail that leads them down to, you know, Hound Dog Taylor and Muddy Waters and all those other people. Did you go through that same process? I I honestly, I, I kept that all, you know, within my grasp and within my reach, but I went, I went more like rock and roll route. You know, I, uh, I really did. Um, I was just always, I just bleed rock and roll, just old school rock and roll attitude, you know, but like, I got my blues, you know, through injected through like the stones, you know, how the stones got their blues, you know, but, but with that being said, I mean, the old school blues stuff I listen to constantly. So Mm -hmm. it's, it, it is a constant in my, in my life. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing to lean towards the rock. I mean, let's face it, you know, blues music's like 1% of the industry, you know, if you look at it from a business perspective, you know, as a player in that, you know, it makes complete sense to, to want to lean towards the rock with the blues influence because it's been highly successful for so many. I forget who it was, but I think it was a local, a local DJ. Um, and, and he said, he was like, Dustin, just remember, man, the only difference between blues and rock 
is about like 25 decibels. <laughs> That's true. And I was like, I was like, in my case, it might be 30 to 32, but <laughs> it, it might be the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the yeah. same four or five chords, you know? Yeah, man. It's just a, a little bit of tighter pants and a little bit of louder amps, man. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Very cool. Now, one thing that I've noticed is, well, let, let me step back to the to the to the early days in that. So you took some lessons. So would you say that you're trained, you know, kind of classically trained, you know, theory? No, like that, or I just, mean, honest, just the basics. It's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm definitely an ear player, man. I don't I mean, I could read a little bit, but I mean, kind of um, my, my teacher at the time. Uh, his name was Big Daddy Dex, and he was a he was like a a blues, but very influenced by the Almond Brothers. So yeah. um, I, I you know I had a lot of Almond Brothers, a lot of Dicky, and a lot of Dwayne influence early on, which is you know what else could you ask for? Right. Um, but yeah, so he kind of just like once he kind of felt the vibe that I had a pretty quick ear, you know, I think we just kind of went with that and went you know and so that's still you know i got fortunately i'm blessed with a good ear yeah well i'll tell you what i'll take a guy you know that plays with emotion you know what i mean in in that style of music you know over somebody that's really you know looking at every note you know uh 100 percent. you know because it's an emotional music i mean it is i mean it's it's right hundred percent. If I'm yeah. thinking, if I'm thinking on stage, something's wrong. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, like right. something's, something's off. Um, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I just don't even want to be there present. You know, I want to be somewhere else. You know, those are the best shows for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think were, you know, I like to ask everybody this, and this is kind of like the only question I ever plan. Uh, what do you think are some of the things that you did when you were young and you were just learning in, in those formative days that helped you become the player that you, you know, you are today? I'd have to say, I mean, I, I'm one of those guys, like I have an addictive personality, but if I put that, if I, if I put it into, not in a negative way, if I put it in, I mean, it could be, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I put it into, you know, if I, I mean, I practiced more than anyone. I mean, I just practiced my ass off, man. Yeah. And, until, and until I got it right, I didn't stop. I mean, my dad used to get pissed off and, and yell at me and, Cause I used to literally bring the guitar to the kitchen table when it was dinner time. And I just remember being like, dude, could you just give it a break for like 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I just want to get this thing. So, I mean, of course it's practice definitely makes perfect, man. It really does. I mean, it's, I've, I've just played and I still play, man. I'll come home from a gig and I'll just like, still just, pick up a guitar and play man really yeah my girl will be like what are you doing man there's other things to do i'm like well i don't want to do those things <laughs> wow that's see that's that's really cool i I, yeah. I think i think the investment like that being all in you know is one of the qualities of a lot of great players you know a lot of the people that i've known right. and do know that are really highly successful for a long time are just sure. so passionate about playing Right. You know, they just absolutely love it. You know, and a lot of those guys were the exact same way. They just never put it down. 
I mean, at that point, it's not about, it's not about the industry. It's not about the business. It's not about the money. It's like, you know, if it, if all that stuff went away, we, you would still do it, you know, cause that's all, it's all, you know, that's all I really know how to do. I've been playing gigs since I was like 15 years old, man. So, um, I, yeah, I don't know what else to really do. (laughs) <laughs> well you can work at the music go around yeah i could always do that you know hang out hang out here at the shop yeah hang out at the shop so you know one of the things that i noticed by uh you know doing a little google search around you and, and checking things out you got a lot of really cool fucking guitars i'm a oh, guitar man. guy i love guitars as as i could see yeah i love guitars <laughs> i mean that's 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 just a fraction of of, of what i have oh, yeah. but I absolutely love guitars and uh, in your video broken, what the hell yeah. is it? What the hell is it you're playing? It's a Gibson. It looks like with a firebird yeah, headstock, it. but it's got three, three P nineties in it. It's a 68 non-reverse firebird, man. Yeah, that's um, nice. I scored that off of, um, that was one of the, there's only a few times where I take chances and I buy these guitars without playing them. But, um, the deal was right. I bought it on Facebook marketplace off some dude in Maryland and it showed up and I'm like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, man. Cause I was in a fire, I was kind of in a firebird um, mood. Cause I, I had gotten a, a reverse um, like a 98 mm-hmm. and uh, I found some vintage firebird pickups and threw it in there and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But man, that 68, is just uh, it's really awesome it's tough to put down and i have a lot of great guitars man and i feel like a lot of them are being neglected since i got that one you know i mean you know how that goes <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, know. I know yeah it's it's a beautiful guitar you know those three you, pickups man. in it are you know yeah and they're crisp man i mean you could get stratty tones out of them you could get it's yeah man and i'm not a triple pickup type guy like i don't i don't um you know, like a Les Pauls or SGs. Like I, I need that area to dig into, you know, but this one's yeah. just different, man. This one, this one chose me for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've noticed that you play, you know, uh, Firebird quite a bit. I've seen, you know, some of yeah. the videos and that you got a Firebird. And then yeah. I've seen you with Les Paul, even though I've seen you with a Strat and that, I kind of take you for a Gibson guy. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's fair to say, man, for sure. Yeah. So do you, do you prefer the humbucker? sound over a single the single coil sound in the three piece situation for me it just fills it out a little bit more but i mean again i've really been loving like a mini humbucker or a p90 lately because it's kind of the best of both worlds you kind of get that struggle of a single coil i mean i think my desert i think my desert island guitar would have to be a telecaster though ironically <laughs> i can't even tell you how many times i've said that you know what i mean it's like yeah, yeah i'm a yeah. gibson i'm a gibson guy but yeah if i had one guitar because i know for a fact that like if there happened to be like a tornado on that island and my guitar like ended up on the other side of the island i could pick that telly up and it'll be in tune and the headstock will still be on it yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it's like yeah yeah, yeah i love a good telly's a great all-around guitar they're great. You can do anything on a telly. Anything. You know? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I have, yeah, I have a lot of nice tellies too. And and like, um, 
when I sit in with other bands or it's a, you know, there's always tellies on the records and I just love it, man. Cause it's just different palettes and different paintbrushes and it gives us an excuse to get more guitars. <laughs> yeah. So do you feel that you play differently on different guitars? Or are you one of those guys that it doesn't matter what it is, you know, it's the same thing to you. I 100% play differently on different guitars. Yeah. Um, and I think every I think every guitar has like songs in them too, you know. Yeah. For sure, I think there's like, um, I think we've all gotten a new guitar, and you're like, oh man, there's something special about this. And then you write, you know, you write a handful of songs on that guitar, and then right, you know, that that's worth the investment right there, you know, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Now I noticed in the videos that you're. Uh, in the in the background you got orange amps is that your go-to so currently i mean i'll switch my rigs up a lot um i got a lot of great amps i mean currently right now on this last run of shows i've been running a marshall jtm 45 mm -hmm. um just yeah. the reissues um which i finally think mine has really broken in i really i really love what's going on there um yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've been fighting being a Marshall guy for many years, and like finally, I'm just like, well, you know how it is. I mean, a, a lot of you, you, they got to be loud for them to sound right. Okay. So depending depending on the size of the room, you know. So I went through. I have a beautiful '66 Super Reverb too that I played a lot. Um, yeah, I got a lot of amps too, man. I love yeah. I love I love amps, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, though, but. The, the, the orange in that video is a rocker verb 100, yeah. uh, like the first generation. And I love that amp. That amp is yeah. just like, you could just turn it on and wherever it's at, it just sounds great. So, yeah, yeah. I've got a uh, 68 blues breaker. Awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and, and you can't really see it, but in the backdrop there, I've got uh, the, the new SVH uh, Plexi. Cool. Marshall, and uh, but what, tw 20 watt head it's a 20 what watt. do you think yeah i'm it. very i'm yeah i love it cool i tell you what i love the low wattage amps you know what i mean i i don't know what it is about them i just absolutely love them and i've got a ton of them now got the mesa boogie cool. Fillmore, which yeah. is which is a great which is based off of the old fender basements but uh the low wattage amps man i don't know what it is about them but they seem to be enough <sighs> I mean, yeah. we talk about, we talk about that all the time. Like I think it's, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the technology of PA systems. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's obviously come a long way, you know? I mean, Hendrix had those stacks of amps because you needed to hear them in stadiums, you know? Yeah. Now, you know, now, Jesus, I picked up one of those little orange, like pedal amp things. They're like a little 20 watt yeah. pedal. I'm like, this thing's crazy. <laughs> like yeah. what? But I'm, yeah, I I think you like I think we like small amps because we could get that sweet spot without being, you know. I've been using plexiglass now, unfortunately, but uh -oh. yeah, man, uh, yeah, I, I, they're, they're in jail. The cabinets have been in. They're in jail. You don't want to use an attenuator. You're gonna go to the plexiglass. I right? yeah, I don't want to do the attenuator. I've just been using plexi with the JTM45 and the. Damn. So, I just said. I mean. I just want to get to a level of success where I just play rooms big enough where I could just play the amps that I want to play at the volumes. I want to. Right. Right. <laughs> that's it. Weekly. Yeah. That's weekly. all that matters. 
Yeah. No, but no. I mean, I, I, I have a, a, a vintage, um, I think it's like a 60, I think it's a 68 uh, Fender Princeton Reverb that I really love, you know, like, nice. and that cranks up. And I have a Vox AC 10 that sometimes I'll use those together. And that's really cool too. Yeah. 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 That's but I have to, cool. I, I, I have to check out those studio vintage for sure. Cause they've been, uh, they've been on my radar. Yeah. They're nice. They're nice. Right, cool. Yeah. Cool. They're really, really nice. So are you a, are you a pedal guy or do you go straight to the amp? I am a pedal guy in the terms of, I use a bunch of pedals to make it sound like I don't use pedals. <laughs> okay. You know? Um, right. So, I mean, honestly, my, my main right now, I, my, my, my secret trade, which my, my little secret is like, I use one of those steel string um, uh, vertex. vertex. Those are nice. Yeah. And like, that's on all the time. So that's mm -hmm. like on, it just like takes for me, it's like, it takes, my amp sound, which is, I'm like, okay, that sounds real good. And then I put that on. I'm like, well, that sounds better. Mm -hmm. You know? So I just, I, that's always on. And then I got a Klon KTR in the chain yeah. after that. Um, just cause I, I, I haven't bit the bull to get a bet a horsey yet. You know? Ah, okay. And they're, they're just so astronomical right now, you know, crazy. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, more so, I mean, so are the KTRs. I just, I went to, just had a curiosity. I went to go look at where they're at, and I'm like, holy man. Yeah. Uh, I should have bought that one for two thousand. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I I had one on my board, and I took it yeah. off some time back, and I put in. I used an Archer, the Silver Archer, yeah. to take its yeah. place. It's really good. But you know what I found is I use the steel string too, and I also oh, use, awesome. I also use the uh, uh, the Ultraphonics that they have and i stack cool. the two together awesome man it sounds so freaking yeah cool. yeah i uh, i'm really into i was just looking for like backups like i was like yeah. okay i'm gonna i need a backup because i rely so heavily on that that i mean i was i was like a dual tube screamer guy for many years like i would just use one all the time and then use the other for boost it but then uh then i got a bit more snobby when it comes to pedals, as yeah. we all do. Yeah. 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 I like pedals, man. I think they're fun. I mean, I think they have us exactly where they want us. They got a, they have a bunch of addictive personality musicians mm -hmm. and they're mm -hmm. pumping out pedals every day and we all want them. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. But you know what? The, the thing that, the other thing that's really cool about that vertex pedal that makes it cool is that it's transparent. Yeah, that's what that's what makes it stand out is that 100%. it's got a real transparent sound. So whatever's coming through, you know, it, it just it like uh, extenuates it, you know. Yeah, exactly. It just yeah. I said it's just like one shot of steroids or yeah. something. It just takes it and just it's a beautiful thing, man. And um, I've been using a bunch of um, Strymon stuff too. I, I think the Strymon stuff is really cool. I use a Lex for my organ sound. Mm -hmm. um, then I have a Flint, and then I have the El Capistan on my board right oh, yeah. now too. So they're all they're great, man. That that technology is really really great. They're killing it over there. Good choice. Next thing you know, what you're going to have to check out if you haven't already is the Free the Tone. I don't know if you've heard of. I have you know, heard. Yes, the Fire Mist. It's okay. Their, it's their plexi in a box. 
it's Ooh. bad. It's bad. It's a good. Uh, you'll, you'll have to you'll have to send me those and remind me, man, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, you'll like that. Being a being a, a Marshall guy, you definitely yeah. really like that. Right. Oh, awesome. It's awesome. Cool. So what's uh, what's on the radar? What's next for uh, you know the band? Yeah. Well, we. I mean, we got we got a good number of shows throughout the summer, um, and then we're gonna release another single. You know, sometime in June. You know, probably the end of June, July. Um, put out another video for that, and just keep the momentum going. It just feels so good to be back. Um, I have so much music that I want to make, and that. I'm going to make, you know, cause it's just, it was so pent up over this last year. Yeah. Um, it's just a beautiful thing, man. Like one thing that we've noticed, like we were backstage the other night after a show and everybody's just so happy. Like everybody's so happy to be seeing live music and be in the audience. And it's just like, you could feel that energy as soon as you walk out on the stage, man. And it's, oh, yeah. uh, I hope that continues. I hope that never goes away. You know, I really do. Yeah, I think it, I think it will. I know a lot of the people that I talk with, you know, especially overseas. Cool. You know, everybody's talking about how huge 2022 should be for the music industry. You know, yeah, man. music. So that'll be great. You know, I'm yeah. glad, to see, glad to see you're out there playing. You know. Oh man, yeah, it feels good. Um, how about you? Are you uh, you got anything coming up? Yeah, I'm uh, doing a show with Eric Gales. Donald. Awesome at the uh, uh, Casa Loma Ballroom in St. Louis. And, cool. You know, I've got a bunch of dates scattered out through good. October and stuff. Hoping oh, to get good. to Europe. That's really where I'm awesome. focused on, you know. Like, yeah. Like, like anybody else, right? That's where you want to go. Why not? <laughs> right? That's yeah, you know, the place to be. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I appreciate, you know, you coming on. Uh, you know, I dig the sound. I really do. Thank you, Jimmy. And uh, when the album comes out and the next single comes out, let me know so that I can play it. I have a radio show also in Canada, yes. Montreal, and I, I can play music on that. I don't play music on my podcast, but I love to be able to play it, you know? And awesome. We'll make it happen, it. man. All right. Yeah, Jimmy, keep in touch, man. It means yeah. the world to me talking to me, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Dude. Thank you. Yep. Thank yep. you. You get to Chicago, look me up. Hook you better me, believe it. Give me a call. Careful right, what you man. wish for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. See you, Thanks, yeah, man. Keep in Bye. touch. Yeah. All right. There you go. Dustin Douglas from Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentleman right here on Guitar Talk. Go to Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentleman.com to learn more about the band, to preview their music, check out their videos, see where they're playing, support them however you can. They're a great, great band. Uh, I think that you'll discover that. Pretty quickly, I want to thank Dustin for participating in this episode of Guitar Talk. True champ. Next week, my guest is going to be Steve Hackett, the original guitarist for the legendary rock band Genesis. He will be joining us. Uh, so, uh, yeah, be prepared. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, look forward to being with you next week. Until then, I'm Jimmy Warren for Guitar Talk. You have a wonderful week.